Thanks for joining me for season five of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. This is Susan Macias, and I'm so glad you're here as we talk about how we can serve the Lord, how we can serve our communities and each other. Because if we're not home yet, we're not done yet. Welcome to episode 512 of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. So glad you could be here for the second half of my interview with Kathy Lip. We had so much fun talking, we just kept going. And so I cut our interview in half, just like my mom used to cut my grilled cheese sandwich in half. So let's dive in to part two of Kathy Lip. And I love the title of your book to segue, because I think that's how life works. You know, it's accidental homesteader. You know, sometimes the things where we land, it's like, well, this wasn't what I thought life was going to look like. Right. And so I love the accidental part of that. Tell us, you've told us a little bit, but how was the journey to becoming a, a homesteader and having this kind of very different from a townhouse in Silicon yeah. Valley life? By the way, I told people for years, you know, when I moved into Roger's house when we got married, um, 1,400 square feet, I said, I'm never going to move, bury me in the backyard, which was a cement patio. But like, I never wanted to move. I never wanted to do anything like that. And then it, God, God can be so gentle sometimes when we're so resistant. And so we bought this house because we thought we'd have retreats there. And you know a little of my journey that um, my dad was a hoarder. And um, that is why I've started Clutter Free, which is helping people deal with their clutter, because I was definitely a cluttery person, too. And if you do not believe in miracles, let me just tell you, I went from being the edge of a hoarder to running two simultaneous, you know, back and forth Airbnbs our townhouse in San Jose to the red house in the mountains and wherever we were not living, we were Airbnb and we maintained a five-star rating on both houses um, the entire time. And And as an Airbnb owner, I realized how very, very hard that is. It is so hard. It Mm -hmm. is so hard. We worked so hard. We were so exhausted, but really what, made us decide to move to the mountains full time is there were two things one roger was a different person in the mountains Mm. he is the kindest human being no matter where he is but when he's in the mountains he's at peace and i'm like if that's what it takes we move and the other thing was a a um townhouse association meeting where they were like there were pitforks and um, they wanted to drive all these, anybody with an Airbnb out of the townhouse association. And Roger's like, we're not going to be able to do the townhouse here anymore because people have lost their minds. So we we sold our house. It sold, we had to be out of it exactly seven days before COVID shut down our entire um, county. We were the first county to be shut down. And we didn't have a place to go because our house was noted. So we stayed with my mom for three months and then we moved into the red house. And I would say one of the things I've discovered, Susan, is there is a little homesteader in most of us. Mm. Most, you know, when we went through the, um, the pandemic, what was everybody doing? They were making sourdough. 
They were buying cheese kits. They were growing their gardens. You know, the one place you could go to was Home Depot because, you know, you could, it's open air. And so I think that all of, many of us have that spirit within us, but we are just so busy keeping up day to day. So we got here and the first thing we needed to do was chop wood to keep us warm during the winter. And then I was trying to talk my husband into chickens and there's a whole miracle story with the chickens, but then we got the chickens and then we built the greenhouse and then we built the garden. And it just, um, once you start testing the limits of what you can do, it's really fun to keep going. And when Roger got excited about the chickens and when Roger got excited about gardening, you know, it was so much fun sometimes I have the dreams and he's the one who is the faithful one to step up and make it happen. But like he's in his garden every single day now. It's his favorite thing to do. And we wouldn't have discovered that if we hadn't moved here. So we run retreats, we cook the food, we have a pizza oven that we make the dough for. You know, it's just, we get to try all these fun things and we get to keep the things we love and we get to stop the things that don't bring us joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's something that we really miss these days being so interior people, you know, we're in our house, we're on our phone, we're on our computers. And I have, I realized that at some point of like, I have to go outside every day. If I do not get outside and feel the wind. And I mean, I don't mean go outside from my front door to my car door. I mean, go outside, you know? Yeah. But you know what, Susan? It helps your brain. It does. Now I have to like be really legitimate here. I'm not outdoorsy. Like if you said, do you want to go for a hike? Well, if it's 65 degrees, I want to go for a hike. Yeah. But it's if it's 75, no, thank you. Like that's not who I am. I'm I'm not outdoorsy. I'm outdoors-ish. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go and pick the zucchini. I want to go and hang out with the chickens. Mm-hmm. I want to have lemonade on my porch. People think that to be like anything like this, you have to, you know, live at REI and have all the equipment. And no, sometimes you just need to go outside and get some sunshine on your face. Sometimes you just need to tend to a basil plant and that's enough. Like figure out what your outdoor adjacent activity is because it doesn't have to be extreme hiking and live. Now we get extreme sometimes when there's snow and fire, but that's the only extreme we really have up here. (laughs) That's so good. Okay. So I just love this book, Accidental Homesteader. And then it's what I've learned about chickens, compost, and creating home. It's a beautiful book. And I love it because it is a combo. It's very different from your other books. It's got pictures in it and recipes and you're very funny. And so it's delightful to read. Um, tell me about how this came out such a beautiful, different kind of book. It's so insane. The process. So I was scheduled to, uh, write another book about decluttering and I just wasn't feeling it. And I told my publisher, I just wasn't feeling it. And, um, I said, I'll give you the money back. And I, cause I said, I don't know what I want to write right now. I'm just enjoying my little house and my my little chickens and they said well would you write about that i'm like i it's a great idea and i've got i've got the title it's accidental homesteader i said but 
there's it's it's like would it be a memoir like i don't really mm-hmm. feel like it's that that type of book and then they proposed a book with recipes and photographs and sending somebody here to do all of that and now it may not be the only book i ever write the only style of book i ever write again but i i this is what i want to do with the rest mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. it's like putting together your favorite pinterest board with all your favorite things and saying, okay, so I'm going to write some things and I'm going to put some photographs and here are my favorite recipes and here's a DIY project. And like, here's all my favorite stuff all together. Who gets to do that? And like, I'm right in the process of writing another book. It's, it's going to be more of a recipe book, but it's the same thing. It's photographs in the garden. And um, at the the farmer's market and the food styling and all of that. And I'm just, I'm so beyond thrilled. That's so, so cool. What God does. He just is this, you know, the accidental part. It's, it's the, it's, we don't really know. We, we couldn't have planned what no. he has. Um, right. And some of the things you think, God, I don't know if you're planning or just looking away, you know, like when you're going through a hard marriage, when you're going through a right. divorce and you're trying right. to be a single mom and keep your kids mm-hmm. okay. And it can feel like, yeah. hey, God, you know, were you uh, in China that week and just not noticing what is happening? And yet God is still walking us through and taking is us it, places we wouldn't go. It's so interesting you say that. So. I've never thought about this before until this very moment, but, you know, you just listed all of these really, you know, challenging things that I went through. Um, You know, I was in my first marriage and went through a divorce and ended up moving in with my parents and in the house I'm recording from right now. And in that um, it was, it, I ended up sharing a room with my daughter. My son was in a different room. So I'm, I'm a thirty mid thirties woman sharing a room with a twelve year old, and then we move into this tiny, tiny little townhouse where there's no room, and now I've got thirty three acres, and like we don't use hardly any of that. Really, what we've become is forestry management for the mm-hmm. state of California. It's our contribution, but like this abundance mm. that I never have experienced before mm. and getting to experience that. And that's not what everybody needs. It's not what everybody desires, but it it's made it so we could dream bigger. And, um, you know, how good is God to give me something I don't even know that I need? Yeah. And to give you a place to talk about it too. Yes. You know, to have yes. this opportunity to to be able to tell others and encourage them. Okay. You may be at a spot right now that looks hopeless, but God's not done. Keep moving forward. Sometimes it's just being brave enough to wake up and the next day and try again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it does. Can I say when you have been pummeled by life, like so many people I know and love have, it can be so hard to try again. And I think that's why, it's so um, it's so important to start really small and just ask the what ifs. Mm-hmm. And like for one of one of my what ifs was um, our extension, which is run in California through the UC system, 
they have classes on, you know, freezing and canning and um, gardening and things like that. It it costs absolutely, it literally costs nothing to do one of these classes. And so what are the free things around you? Mm. What what does your library have to offer? You know, whatever it is, it may not be homesteading. It may be writing, but there are classes. I know that I've taught classes at our library for writers. Yes. Like, and those were absolutely free. Where if you, can you yeah, and you if you want to know anything, get on YouTube. I mean, for a long time, yes. I was watching, hmm, I should know her name. I'll I'll fi- find her name and I'll put it somewhere in the show notes. But because it was a it was a young girl on she had very short writing videos on YouTube and oh. they were very good. They were clear, you yeah. know, character development and things. And it just you can find resources if you look. Yeah. Yes. There's so much out there. And not all of it is like, oh, the free stuff is really, really hard and they don't give you the information. There's so much good free stuff out there now. Yeah. Yeah. There really is. There really is. And I just, I just love this conversation. One free thing is podcast. Yeah. I love podcast and I love having you on here. I could chat for hours more, but you know, we shouldn't. So um, (laughs) we will bring this to a close. Uh, So when does um, accidental, I'm going to say that here you can get the back end of podcasting to whoever's listening. I have no idea when this is going to be I'm going to put this out. I think it's going to be beginning of September. When does accidental, when is accidental? The the book will be out by then, uh, August 29th. Okay. And um, here's the thing. If, if um, one, if somebody who is listening would like to um, get a little taste of this, um, we do have a free, uh, it's called the simple, simple living guide. And um, if they comment on your podcast and, um, give us their email address. I'd be happy to send that to people. Oh, lovely. Okay, great. That would be great. Some fun recipes and things like that. Yeah. I mean, and here, this is great timing. I was in Costco and they had a chicken house you could buy at Costco and put on your land. So I'm just saying it's going mainstream. I'm pretty sure. It really is. And guys, uh, you know, if, if you check out on Facebook, if you just, you know, look for Kathy Lip, we're doing a lot of like homesteader, homeschooling, where we're Mm. just saying, here are some things that are easy to learn, we can help you figure it out. And it just, you know, there's a little stirring in a lot of our hearts to try something, you don't have to move to the mountains, Mm -hmm. plant a salsa garden, you Mm -hmm. know, just pay attention to the stirring, because that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it is. Amen. Okay. So I will have links to Kathy's book, um, to her clutter-free. I, if you are somebody who said, wait, wait, she said clutter-free. What is that all about? If you're struggling with clutter, then you, uh, you need to listen to Kathy. I have to say, I think moving in the military 11 times in 20 years clur- cured me of ever having clutter. I mean, you Dude, just yes. cleaned out every yes. move. And so um, but, that hasn't been a struggle, but um, I I know a lot of people that would just really bless. So we'll get that information out. Also going to put up for writing at the Red House. Um, it will it starts every January again in that right? to join anytime. Okay. And so we do have a sale that happens and, but I'll be happy to um, send you a link. So because you you've you've so flourished in your writing, being a part of the collective. And so here's what we could do. If there actually was somebody who was interested, I'll give you a link 
And I'll okay. give you a little code, Susan. Okay. And um, they can join at any point. Oh, and that would we'll be great. The, we'll give them the discounted price. Okay, lovely. That would be lovely. And I'll tell you, it is fantastic when you feel writing can be very lonely. And um, I've met some really great friends through the collective. Um, They're the best people. Yeah, because you're doing the same things. And so they understand you. Okay, so two questions I'd like to ask before the end of the podcast is what habit or practice has helped you keep moving forward with the Lord through the years? Oh, what a good question. I would say, um, you know, one of my good friends is a Seventh-day Adventist, and they have a a saying that um, nature is God's second book. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just exploring nature and seeing how God has knit everything together and seeing how well-designed chickens are and how well-designed our ecosystem is and just seeing, you know, God uses such great gardening and growth and life cycle imagery in, um, in his word. And then to see that in real life mm-hmm. has just given me a new, deeper appreciation for who God is and how he knits things together. Yeah. I mean, how creative were eggs, you know, and that it's they're insane. actually, they're actually healthy, even though I grew up with hearing they were unhealthy, but actually they're very healthy very <laughs> and they're, healthy. and, and they're from chickens and it's weird, but they're delicious. So I mean, that's creative. God's creative. Yeah, it's so creative. And can I just tell you the most creative part of the chicken? Everything comes out of the same hole. I know. It's like, what? I, I did not know We had that. chickens. Yeah, I know. You feel like there'd Everything be a special egg hole. And out to. Right. <laughs> no. No. It's just all one thing. And you know what? Having chickens makes me realize how much I did not learn in school. And how much other people did not learn in school. So I never laughed at anybody when they asked me, how do you have chickens without a rooster and things like that? Because we just, we were never taught. So it's a great way to learn and say, God is so efficient. God is so efficient. God is amazing. Okay. And so besides all of your amazing books, is there a book that you would recommend to my listeners? I love to find new books Uh that people love. Okay. So you may know of Barbara Barbara Kingsolver, who wrote mm-hmm. like the Poisonwood Bible. She she's a very prolific uh, fiction writer. But the best compliment I got this whole time when, as I've been launching this book is, oh, this remind this book reminds me of Barbara Kingsolver nonfiction book, Animal Vegetable Miracle. Now let's be clear, she does. We do not write alike. She's like just the most amazing writer ever. Our stories are not similar, but just that there was the same vibe is is the best compliment. I read this book every single year and it's about her family's journey of moving from the desert in Arizona to a farm on the East Coast and eating locally for a year. And I'm not asking anybody to eat locally for a year. I'm just saying the the story of how their lives unfolded by shopping at the farmers market or um, growing their own you know produce or raising their own chickens and turkeys and naming the turkeys but they named them sausage breakfast and lunch 
you know, so like that would help. That would help. Yeah, that's a farm kid for you. Um, I love this book so much. Oh, that is so great. See, I've never even heard of that. That I actually think that I, you know, I say that this is for my listeners, but I think it's for me. I found a lot of great books this way. I was gonna, yeah, I, I would have fifty-two new books by the end of a podcast year. Yeah, no, it's very serious. And I should say somewhere on here, just realizing, I mean, when I started my podcast, I bought your podcast course and I went through it. That's so awesome. (laughs) So yes, you have been a mentor to me, whether you know it or not, in so many ways. So I'm very grateful for you, Kathy. thrills my heart because you are such an encouragement to me and I'm so grateful for you. Well, thank you for spending the time with us. And listeners, I will have the links for the books um, on the webpage for this, and I'll be sharing it on social media. What a beautiful book. It will make you feel homey and you'll want to make soup. And my one of my goals right now in Texas, we're in August, and it is yeah. 105 to 107 every day. Yeah. And yeah. so soup doesn't sound good. But my goal no. when it cools off is to start the soup making on Saturday to enjoy yeah. Sabbath on Sunday. That That is your idea that I thought, oh, I like that one. You know, my next book is called Sabbath Soup. Ooh, and that's perfect. Yeah, oh, I'm going to, I'm it, see, I'm already promoting it and I didn't even know. I love that. There's a whole system and yeah, I'll, I'll send you an advanced reader copy when that comes out okay. because we can definitely talk about that. That would be so great. So awesome. Oh, Kathy, you're doing so much for so many people. And um, I, I can't wait to get your information out to others so that they can enjoy mm-hmm. it too. Thank you for your time. And thank you for your faithfulness to both invest in those of us that are coming up behind you and to keep putting out beautiful work. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been so great having this conversation with you. And thank you, Kathy. Man, I just loved every minute of this conversation. And if you'd like to find out more about Kathy Lip, I encourage you to do so. You can find her on all the things, um, social media. I'm going to have on my website, susankmacias.com, and you do backslash podcast backslash 512. Or you can just go to the tab of podcast and the very... Um, top one will be from this episode. And I'll have links to her books, to um, some of the things I talked about in the episode that we'll have links to, as well as um, her website and the Red House Writers Collective. If you are a wannabe writer and you feel like, I just don't know how to get started, it's been a great place for me. So thank you for being here and go find out what God wants to do on purpose but in your life, which just might feel like an accident.